There we go. Perfect. All right, guys. Well, welcome to episode 35 of the Dragon Drive Show presented by Summit Racing. Guys, tonight we're going to talk about all kinds of stuff. We've got five events remaining because we forgot one last week. We've got, we're going to talk about the upcoming 2024 events with dates or at least a good idea of what is uh, what date they will be. And we're going to talk about Death Week. Eric, why don't you hit the intro and then uh, let's get this thing going, dude. You got it. Guys, I'm here with Dave Terese, Mr. Energy. Oh, yeah, I'm psyched to be here. Thanks for having me. And I'm. What's going on, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm really excited about this right here. Man, I'll tell you, I'm ready for this week. It's uh, This is going to be the last week that we get through i'll say we're going to be back to normal next week if you guys have been hanging out for a little while i want to say thank you if you don't know my name is mike narks i am the i'm a dragon drive statistician announcer and promoter i'm the host of the dragon drive show which you're watching right now wednesdays at 8 p.m eastern and the host of the dragon drive news on saturday mornings at 10 a.m eastern and my co-host is right over here eric introduce yourself tell them what you got going on bud I am Eric White. I am the co-host of the Dragon Drive show and Dragon Drive news. And when I'm not helping with all things Dragon Drive addiction, pictures, photos, all that stuff, I am over running my social media, which is 815LSX swaps on all social medias. And I'm a four-weekend content creator, rising creator on Facebook. Dude. That's awesome. And you've earned it, bro. I'm telling you, you are working your butt off for sure. Well, man, let's get this thing started. Guys, we want to start the show off by obviously saying thank you to our race car friends. We can't do this without you guys. You make it amazing to come in here and, and look at this stuff and try and figure out all this stuff every day. So thank you so much for your support. We appreciate that. All your likes, shares, and comments. And then I want to say thank you to our sponsors, Summit Racing, Molly Motorsports, Sweet Patina, Howard's Camps, and Racing Junk. Can't do it without them either. They help us travel the country for 2023 and maybe the world for 2024 to uh to be out and about and talking to dragon drive racers and collecting all the data that you guys want to see i will say this podcasts are coming i promise for all the folks that have been listening to the podcast for a long time i appreciate you i know eric appreciates you I have lacked on editing the last few so i'm going to drop a few over the next several days so we'll see one drop tomorrow and Friday, and then again, probably on Monday as well. So I'm going to be working on that. That's my goal for tomorrow is to get three podcasts edited. Dude, it's going Ooh. to be pretty wild. So I know there's a lot of folks that prefer to listen to two hours rather than watch it. But all the folks that are here right now, thank you for watching this. Appreciate it. Make sure you uh, drop a comment down there in the chat and tell us where you guys are at. So, dude, let's talk about events because last week I missed one, right? 
and so I said we had four Dragon Drive events left for the season, and we actually still have five Dragon Drive events. One, because there is this new one right here in New Zealand, the New Zealand Dragon Drive. This is kind of a neat deal. They're going to obviously do our normal format. They're going to drag race, and then they're going to drive around, and then they're going to drag race again. This is a, a neat deal. Looking back, they did it a few months ago, but just as a pair of racers, and it wasn't promoted or anything. They just wanted to see what it was like. They loved it so much. Now they've created an event. So if you are in New Zealand or close and want to travel November 4th and 5th, they will be doing a drag and drive at a strip there in New Zealand. Probably the only drag strip in New Zealand. That should so, be pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, the community is always expanding now. This is a whole brand new continent or country that will be on uh, for that. We got Southeast Street and Yeet, which I'll be at between November 9th and 12th. This is going to be the last event eligible for Dragon Drive World World Champion Points, World Series World Champion Points. Um, this is going to be crazy. We've seen the, uh, well, we're going to talk about it in a minute, who all's coming and who's not coming, because I have news of one of the guys that had a really good chance to win this. He's not coming. So it's kind of interesting. So that's going to throw a wrench in some people's plans, but I love it, man. We're right here at the last of the season. We knew it would come down to this. So I know Corey Thompson is chomping on his fingernails talking about it. So Move into that is uh, November 9th through 12th, November 17th through 19th, King of the Open Road. You can see our friend Phil Balmaceta. His Corvette is right there on the artwork for this. This is going to be a great event, and I'm trying to figure out if maybe I can make it work. I don't know. I'll be gone for almost a week and then come back, and then I don't know if I could get the uh, approval to go right back out that next Wednesday for this event because this is November 17th through 19th. This here is going to be uh, Jared and then put on a great event. I've said it all year long. And guys, if you haven't attended a King of the Open Road or Coder event, you need to do it. And this is a great one to finish off your season with. 200 miles of driving around Texas. They are hosting this at Ennis, Texas, the Texas Motorplex. So this should be pretty crazy. They've got roll racing and stuff on Saturday. They've got full-on elimination drag racing on Sunday. So you're qualifying on saturday for roll racing and drag racing and then sunday you're going to run a heads up shootout all day so that's a good one and uh, i know phil's going to be there obviously and i've heard dustin coddle is going to be there who we're going to talk about in a minute uh who's on death week right now so it's going to be pretty wild i see a bunch of folks coming in here in the chat thank you so much for spending your time with us on this wednesday evening and then the event we forgot about or that i did not put i I don't think I forgot about it because it was in my brain after we closed the show. I was like, we missed. I said, there should be another road trip drag challenge somewhere in there. And sure enough, November 17th through 19th, guys, this is this is another situation where you have a, a weekend drag and drive event. This one is in Australia. So if you're in Australia watching this, hi from the other side of the world. Appreciate you coming in here. This is going to be pretty neat. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I know that's right. <laughs> this is a super cool event and from when we had him on we had mick on the podcast a few months ago now i guess you know essentially i like that they take what is it you know like they take half the teams and they send them out in the mornings while the other guys race and then they swap it the next day with the racers going out in the mornings throw a big party all that kind of stuff so this is a good event even if you're uh, close you need to look into which track this is at uh, warwick dragway and where that is in relation to your 
living situation. I see Jay in here. I see Fast Ranger Motorsports. I see Danny Fabka. And then, um, yep, I see, we go back to the to the Facebook user there. Yep. So I don't know what that means, Essie. But uh, Facebook user is from the Dragon Drive Addicts Facebook group. So if you're not a member on there, definitely join up almost 13,000 or more than 13,000 members on that talking about drag and drive events all the time. One thing about that Facebook group is we do not allow for sale ads or anything like that in it. So it truly is about all of uh, about drag and drive. A lot of times we'll, we'll decline some posts if they're not, you know, from drag and drive racers or if they're not pertaining to some kind of drag and drive event, or at least some kind of question about how to make your drag car better. So anyway, and I and I know we've been slacking a little bit on approving people. So if you've asked to join, we've got like 150, I think, that we got to go yeah, I, through. So I, I think I went through about 40 of them today, and a lot of them were just spam, which is what you get on some other Facebook groups. So we really try and limit that. And whenever you see anything that should not be on there, like these stupid ass cartoons, <laughs> yeah, let me draw your car please tag me or Eric and let us know and we will get it removed and that person removed and banned because we're not into all that. All right. Dragon drive events for 2023. Those are your five events that are, that are remaining for the year. That's four, four. Oh yeah. Cause we don't have the last dragon drive event, but it is the last event that we'll be at PRI 2023. This, this is the year that things change for the dragon drive community. One because we're doing the first ever Dragon Drive Awards. Yeah, dude, you got to show them that sticker. <laughs> One, because we're doing the first ever Dragon Drive Awards, we are awarding the first ever Dragon Drive World Champion. We're doing the first ever Dragon Drive event booth. No other Dragon Drive events have had a booth at PRI that I can remember. But I also think there are some other Dragon Drive, like Redwood Rally and them said they were going to be at PRI. I know Matt Frost is probably going to be at PRI, Matt and June. I'm sure some of the Drag Week folks will be there because of the High Rod Magazine deal. This this year is going to be a game changer, especially with us having the award show on Thursday. And what I told Mark Green of the Cargia podcast that you guys will hear next week is that we did it on Thursday because I want the winner and co-pilot to walk around all weekend wearing their shirts, wearing their hats, wearing just bragging that they won. They were the first ever Dragon Drive World Champion. So that's why we did it on Thursday. That's why we did it early in the morning so we can get it in. One, to get it knocked out so we can pitch as many people as possible on coming into the Dragon Drive community. So I'm excited about that. So that's the that's the remaining events for the Dragon Drive community and for us for the rest of the year, right? You got anything going on on your no. side? Nope, I, I think that pretty much rounds it up. This one's going to be the last one. Nice. Well, I'm excited about that. But one thing that is getting starting to get questioned, have, have you seen the amount of people that are asking about 2024 events? Yeah. I've got this. Here's, here's what you take a screenshot right now. These are the events that I know about that Eric knows about too, with dates and a say a relative time that we can can judge, right? So these may not be perfect, but they'll be really close. The ones with dates are perfect. The ones with, you know, like Rocky Mountain Race Week there, mid to late June, drop the hammer late June, early, or late May, early June. That came right from Carl himself. So he said they're still working on that. 
Uh, let's just start at the top. Sick Week 2024 already sold out, but the Dragon Drive World Champion has a guaranteed spot in that Orlando, Florida, January 28th through February 2nd, sneaking up on us. There is a huge race, the U.S. Street Nationals. That's the weekend before that in Bradenton. So I'm actually looking at flights. I'm going to try and fly down, hang out with our buddy John Sears at the U.S. Street Nationals, kind of promote, you know, help promote some of the Dragon Drive and with Sick Week coming up. So we got that. Then we got obviously the circuit. You know, we're going to be loving doing that. Uh, Eric is going to come down. He'll actually be handling a lot of the social media for that event. So it, it can take my mind away from some of that. And I can work on racer experience and things like that. So that's Joplin, Missouri, Mocan Dragway, April 19th through 21st. Cruise and Lose, which was scheduled for the same weekend. Tyler had posted on their Cruise and Lose participants page that it looks like it's maybe being pushed back a little bit. So as we hear more details, we'll definitely talk about it coming up. So that gives us Feb or January, really, end of January, first part of February. Then we skip all the way to April before we have the next event that we've seen. Then we've right got, now. Yeah. Then we've got Cruise and Lose, late April, early May. We've got Drop the Hammer. Talked to Carl earlier. Late May, early June. Rocky Mountain Race Week is mid to late June, early July, something like that. And then six summer is June 9th through 14th. I didn't see any tracks that had been announced for that event yet, but as soon as they do, you know, we'll be, we'll talk to you guys about it. Then you got big sky race week, first event for them to host. I've spoken with that promoter quite a bit. Uh, big sky race week, June 16th through 21st in Montana. First time we've ever had anything uh, hit Montana that I can find. Midwest drags has their date, July 8th through 12th. Haven't seen any track um announcements or anything like that for that one and then we skip to back to the streets now the july to september time frame there's gonna be some events that'll hit that um, i was actually talking to i think i was messaging a potential event that's going to happen in august so be, you know I'm, i know it's super hot in the u.s in august but i mean the, the guys at death week right now are running more than 100 games all day so you know i mean we like to make ourselves suffer is what I'm saying. So back to the streets, uh, Matt has said the other day he was going to do a, uh, he's going to do another event, a 2024 event. So we know that's probably September-ish, something like that. And then race week going to be late September, early October, based on a conversation I have with Adam Dory today, Redwood Rally again, September, October, and they're adding a gasser class, which is kind of cool. And then one guy's garage, we know that is September. Um, Nathan actually posted or commented on the post that I made, said uh, one guy's garage is September 27th through 29th. So that's pretty cool. And then Laura, uh, Devin's girlfriend, from Southeast Street, and you said their dates most likely look like November 14th through 17th for wow. their event. So, yeah, another year stacked up, and you know we're only going to add a lot more than that because we don't even have Drag Week in there. We don't have the Route 66 deal for the Sick the Magazine team. Thing, like These are the events that we know and have confirmed dates uh, on the on the ranges there so as we even, and we're not even finished with 2023 yet so to have that no. many events already kind of yeah. populated is impressive well and to at the same time there's going to be things are going to lock in because a lot of times people aren't thinking as they're setting dates to to let us know you know what i mean not that right. they need to but 
certainly we're going to help promote all these events that we can and talk about this stuff all the time. So I think that's 11 or 13 events right there. So it's going to be pretty cool to see how we grow from here to see how, you know, am I right? Are we going to have 40 plus events across the world? Cause we don't have street week Sweden on here. We don't have uh, the drag challenge on here for street, uh, street machine magazine on here. So, I mean, miles there's of mayhem miles of mayhem. Yep. That's going to be in June. I know it is. So, I'll add that to my list for next week. We'll get confirmation from them uh, later tonight or tomorrow. So pretty exciting to see, already see that kind of list put together and have a pretty good idea of dates to start kind of looking at. Not, you know, again, the other problem is we don't have where these are going to happen. So right. that, that'll come out in the next few, you know, next few days. And as people, again, begin to promote these, we'll, uh, we'll grab all this stuff. We'll keep a list current on our, on the dragondrive.com webpage. So. And I'm already looking at these and I know at least of all, uh, at least a few of them are going to be in my neighborhood. So, yeah. Yeah. It's exciting that Montana one for sure. Yeah. That one will be interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, drop the hammer is not going to be too far. Yep. Six summers likely going to be in the Midwest, probably coming through Byron, maybe yep. Midwest drags. haven't heard on that yet. Uh, yep. One guy's garage. So, I mean, there's three, four events already, you know, and that, not to include yeah. the circuit, which I'm coming down to. So yeah. it's going to be a, a busy 2024 again. Bring it on. So sponsors that are out there, we need your help, friends. Well, one thing that we do want to say thanks to you too is our, obviously our sponsors. And one of those sponsors is Molly Motorsports, who is letting Jason Hurley do some R&D work on some pistons. So we're going to see how far he can take those pistons. I want to say thank you to Molly for just their continued support of all of the drag and drive community. You know, Eric Grillo raced in three national drag and drive events this year in his stick shift Nova. So let's play this ad. Let's say thank you to them. And, uh, and we'll get to the, get to the stuff after that. Molly Motorsports is the official piston of dragondrive.com. Molly's power pack piston is the perfect candidate for your drag and drive car. Molly Motorsports competes in drag and drive events and supports our community. Project manager Eric Grillo raced a 10-second stick shift Nova at Hot Rod Drag Week 2022. He's also competed in Rocky Mountain Race Week last year with his C10 truck. Visit mollymotorsports.com for the most recent line of products. Yeah, and Eric competed in Rocky Mountain Race Week, Hot Rod Drag Week, and Race Week in that stick shift Nova this year, dragging that trailer around. Super cool. I mean, that. It, it was amazing to watch that car go down all the time. It just, it works, man. And yeah. like a 10 second stick shift car is fast. Like it do burnouts whenever you want to do. Also want to give a shout out to Eric, uh, destroyer 1320, the voice yeah. on that ad who is going to be at SEMA here very yes. shortly with his, um, theft deterrent system. So super happy yeah. for him. Glad that things are working out. That's super exciting. Yep. Yep. Destroyer 1320 on YouTube and Facebook. Got to go find all that stuff, guys. It's he, he has great content and it's building the drag car when he can find time because he is so busy with the, that. Uh, oh, man, I'm telling you, it's amazing to to watch his growth and stuff. Yeah. Uh, fast range. Yes. They need to let me do R&D all the nitrous. Yes. Uh, the, the Ford Ranger there just absolutely. He was looking for six nitrous bottles at Drag Week. <laughs> run to run the stick shift shootout. Pretty cool setup. All right, let's talk about death week because that's what's going on right now. Um, no classes in death week, so we're not going to have class leaders and all that kind of typical content. So we're going to talk about other things. Now, again, death week is 10 days 
almost 2,000 miles by the time you drive it all and drive to your hotels and things like that. It's the longest Dragon Drive ever. They're going to hit the Grand Canyon, Pacific Coast Highway. They're going to be at the Las Vegas Strip, which I just found out for the NHRA season nationals, like the finals, that'll be kind of cool. And then they were in Sequoia National Park. You're going to see some pictures of that. And I don't know if they hit Death Valley or not, because at one point the roads were closed, I think, when they did their route. So craziest event ever. you know, over a hundred degrees, several days in a row. Now we're on day five of the event and they're actually racing probably right now. Racers could get in the gates at four and spectators at five and they're two hours behind me. So, you know, it's five 30 there. So should be racing pretty close. I would think they're going to, they're going to have some uh, times coming. Maybe they start at six. I don't know. So that's going to be kind of exciting to see the content come from that. I know Jesse Fox 3G video has been putting out a ton of content video content so you can keep up with him for sure all right first up we'll talk about the top three racers that are uh, out there right now first number one racer currently and this is just because what we're going to talk about in a few minutes but jason russo is number one with a 5 546 if you look at the results page that is not true but we know that bailey is out because he had to tow the rig to um, to because the engine broke. We'll go over those pictures here in a minute. So by our unofficial math, Jason Russo is number one five with a five, 546. Chris Hine is behind him who just destroyed the stick shift class at race week, literally a few weeks ago, what, three weeks ago. Now he's here in, uh, back down here from Canada, racing his coupe. Let me get to the picture of that. Sorry. Uh, Chris Hine is on your, I'm guessing you're probably left is what you're seeing here. This, this is literally my left hand, but it's on the right side of my screen. So uh, Chris Hine is down here racing it in the stick shift car. And then he has a five, six So he's not far off. We've got three more days of racing to make up that time. Ken Riddle in the dart on the right is a, uh, at a five, eight I don't think he can catch those two guys, but you can definitely start looking for spots one and two to start really kind of racing. So I don't know what their awards package is for this. I don't know how they're going to, you know, how deep they're going to go with awards, but I do know that everyone that survives it is getting a, one of the skulls, which is super cool to me. I think that's really neat. Yeah, for sure. And we're really seeing a lot of that kind of, kind of stuff as we move through dragon drive events, everybody putting their own spin on trophies and things like that. So we've got 86 racers total for the event. One thing we always talk about is growth, and there are 51 new racers that have not done a Dragon Drive, a national Dragon Drive event. I, I didn't spend a ton of time doing research on regional events and over the years and all that kind of stuff, but comparing it to the last three years for everything that I have, there are 51 new racers. So out of 86 racers, you have 51 new ones, which is really cool, especially for the West Coast, because we know once they get that addiction built, they're going to come to other events. They're going to want to experience other stuff. And then the repeat 2023 racers, I thought this was kind of cool. 29 racers have already done at least one other Dragon Drive event this year. So, you know, you got folks like Phil Balmaceda, who's done a bunch of events. I think he's at like five or six. You've got Dustin Cottle, who's done six or maybe seven events this year alone are out there. Rich Guido, this is his fourth event for the year. I mean, 
it truly is an addiction. You really are trying to figure out how can I get to that event? So how can I get to the next drag and drive event? So please welcome all of your friends into the drag and drive community. And, Absolutely. Uh, find, yeah. And, and find the drag and drive addicts Facebook group. Cause uh, you know, we, we're always going to help. And then want to go over a couple of pictures. We talked about Dustin Cottle in the unlovable love truck. So this is a, a great shot. Somebody captured. I don't have a watermark on it. Don't know who took the picture, but it was on the unlovable page. So if you're not following them on Facebook, please do that. And then Phil Balmaceda up next. Uh, this is actually the spot where they do the Top Gun training. And he made a wrong turn and drove down. And he said, uh, literally, his his Facebook post says, took a wrong turn, ended up on the road into the Air Force Base, where they promptly told me to turn around. He said, I just wanted to see the home of Top Gun. <laughs> <laughs> so pretty exciting stuff. And I know those guys are having a lot of fun. So if you don't follow Phil on Facebook, you need to as well. And then Rovic out there, this is his fifth national Dragon drive event for 2023. So again, another guy that is absolutely addicted to this. He did three last year for the, he had never done Dragon drive events before and has taken this car from like at least 12 or 13, high 12s or 13s when I first saw it to now this car runs consistent 10 O's and really put on a show in at drag week running that. And then now he's, you know, he's working towards getting, he's gotten his first nine second pass. Um, he chased it uh, both days at Bandemir trying to get it on the mountain too. So pretty cool car. And he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. So Rovic in the yellow olds four, four, two there that you can see in the picture. This, I think that's one thing that's cool about all these is just the cool pictures that are coming from all that. And plus like, What's the residual of all of that that we're going to see? All right, sorry. We'll keep moving on. Then we'll talk about all that stuff. Uh, Bailey has completely destroyed the Gen 3 Hemi that was in the Durango, but they have it pulled out. They are at the Welder Up Garage. Now, obviously, you had to get towed there, which is sad because it puts him out. But can they get it fixed? There's actually somebody driving from Michigan right now with a replacement engine to go in it. So they're going to swap it and then meet them at the NHRA event. So it's kind of cool. Yep. Yep, so I'm I've, excited. I'm excited I've, to see that. I've been to Welder Up. That's a cool place too. Yep. Yep. I remember seeing that on your on your thing a few months ago or a year ago, two years ago. Uh it's been a little bit, but I've probably reposted it. Yep. Yep. That's a good one. So I think Death Week is going to be really cool because you know now we have Redwood Rally that took over Northern California. And now we have Death Week who's taken over Southern California in the span of a month. So we really should see a lot more racers, a lot more interest coming from that side of the country. So what do you think? Think we're I, gonna see some more stuff? Oh, absolutely. I think like you said, once they once they get a taste of it, they're gonna be addicted and it's just a matter of who's gonna who's gonna step up and be the one that's gonna put those events together. Yep. Yep. I think that's right. Cause you know, Death Week is the last time or they're not doing that size of event out that way. For 2024, they're moving over to Route 66, which, thinking about it, I always think of, like, Chicago, but maybe they're going to do some, like, Arizona and run that part of Route 66. I don't know. Yeah, they didn't really specify where it's going to be, so it could be hmm. just about anywhere. So it ends up in California, so. Hmm, that'd be kind of cool. It'd be interesting to see. Maybe they'll do some, like, Oklahoma City and on out, or Tulsa and and go with you know i mean you never know with, with the way they did death week with 10 days you could mm -hmm. go from chicago to 
the end of it in 10 days. Oh, so. well, but you can't get back. You know what I mean? So you got to make, you got to make the loop. So I wonder, you never know. It could be something different. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's right. Just <laughs> transport company, just following along with the spa <laughs> empty and that they just pick up cars throughout the week. <laughs> I mean, it would be brutal. I mean, especially if you know, you you're coming from Chicago and you get all the way out there and say it takes, you know, 10 days or maybe they do it shorter. Maybe they get out there yeah. quick and hit certain spots on the way out and then come back. Who knows? Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. I'm, I'm really curious to see how that event plays out because I'm, it's something I've been interested in. So if they're going to yeah. do some big stretch of it, I might have to figure out how to, how to get into there. Yeah. Let's uh, let's, let's maybe figure out how to rent a minivan and, and do that. <laughs> I know how to run or, a minivan. So, or we could take your car. I'm just saying we just, let's take the two forty. I think the shots you can get out of the roof of that car while I drive that thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Maybe I'll have I'll, you, maybe I'll, have I'll you in take the back the seat. Yeah, maybe I'll take the pictures and you drive. Maybe and I'll we'll... have you I'll have you with the big mounted camera on the roll bar so then you can stand up, get kind of panning shots, and you get all kinds of stuff. Perfect. I'm in. I'm in. It's it's settled. Then we're gonna do that. Well, guys, you know another one of our sponsors, Sweet Potato. Oh, hey, no, I actually it was wrong. You have pictures loaded here for the uh, for the folks that are out there. I can't yeah. tell who this is in the in the right. Do you want to take over a little bit? Um, this was posted by Rich Guido, so I'm not sure who was actually in the photo, but I know he posted the pictures. So I just thought it was cool with those huge trees. Mm-hmm. I mean, with the picture with this car, you can really see how tall that stuff is. And then obviously the picture on the right there, the, the two guys standing there, you know, <laughs> it's just absolutely huge. Yeah. I was telling the wife, there's another picture on, I think Rovick's page. And I was like, that's a grown adult man. Right. <laughs> the bottom it is, it's standing like this and it's like three times the size of his wingspan. So yeah, definitely cool. And you hit it earlier, you know, the pictures from this event are, are just incredible. So that's kind of what I've been excited to see. I'll scroll through a couple more. I know I got more in here. Um, this one's a cool oh, one wow. that Death Week posted with Jesse. I'm not sure who's with Jesse. I can't remember his name. I met him on uh, Race Week for Rocky Mountain and then saw him again. He's he's doing, uh, sorry, it was Race Week. He's doing Race Week, Drag Week, and Death Week uh, in the little PT Cruiser. Yeah. Uh, Route 66 sounds great. Is it really still there or gone? Like some say I've been, um, from the start of it in Chicago and I've been down through Southern Illinois and the road is still there. Obviously there is a highway, uh, kind of alongside it or whatever. That's, you know, the newer highway, but there's still a lot of landmarks, uh, along at least in the Illinois part. And I know I've seen pictures of all sorts of other places i've been to the beginning and i've been to the end so now i just got to travel the middle well and what you drove for the circuit 2023 was 66 from galena kansas down through parts of oklahoma so that's what that's why i'm excited about 2024 is we're going the other direction on 66 this time and there's a lot of historical stuff that that we passed along there that we shouldn't have time to hit as so so Mike Mall is a longtime friend of mine, and they've driven the whole thing in like the last 10 years. And he said a lot of that stuff is still there. A lot of the places are closed now, but the art, you know, the um, architecture and all that is still in a lot of those places. And I'm kind of of the 
thought that it looks kind of neat when a building has maybe been closed for six or eight years and you pull up in front of a nice new car and it looks cool. Yeah, I've got a, a whole album of the areas that I hit when I was there. Nice. And there's a there's a small section that's part of the very original Route 66. It's um, maybe a couple car lengths long right off of the trail. So it's kind of cool, too. There's a ton of neat stuff. I bet you I spent an entire day just doing, you know, a little yep. bit in Illinois. And, and I didn't even get all the way out of Illinois. So. Yep. Yeah, there's going to be a good time. And there's a lot of stuff like Springfield is like the birthplace of Route 66. So there's a lot of really neat stuff. The the hotel or motel I have planned for us to stay at for the circuit uh, is going to be pretty cool. I'm really excited about staying there. So, um, all right. Yeah. So Route 66. So that's that answer. And then now back to back to Death Week pictures. Yep. Here's just another cool photo. Um, you know, the guys on the, the ATV or UTV there in the background. Um, I think this one was also posted by Death Week. It didn't have their watermark on it, but was another very cool photo. Again, just the backgrounds in these photos are incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, I forget uh, whose this one was. Was it? Uh, it? That's David Williams, Suburban. Okay, that's right. Yep. yep. So just another one again with these just insanely tall trees. You know, yep. you can't even get the whole tree in the picture, so... <laughs> And that's a suburban, like that's <laughs> a square body suburban, twenty eight feet long or something goofy, and uh, you know it's the width of two trees. Right, so, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah, David's been on a, a super adventure this year. We need to have him on the show in the next couple of weeks. Let him get back home and get rested. But you know, he mm -hmm. drove from he drove from Key West to Prudhomme Bay to attend Alaska Speed Week. Now he's at Death Week, so he you know obviously drove from one coast. He drove over to whatever's on the, I think Jacksonville's on the coast and then drove all the way across the country to get to death week. And so he'll go coast to coast with it too. So that's awesome. Yeah. We should definitely yeah. reach out to him. That'd be some, some good stories along the way. Oh yeah. Yeah. And he's an animal. Uh, this was Tom Bagley Bagley. Yep. That's right. Yep. Um, so this is in front of the, you know, fast and furious house there. So I thought that was a pretty cool photo. Yep. Yeah, especially for him, you know, I mean, that he's he's from the UK. So like, you know, he, he's a hero over there, I'm sure right now, because he's been over here for a month. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, it's one of those things where he's probably got one opportunity to hit these spots and he's been toasting, uh, toasting, posting a ton <laughs> of pictures. So he's another one to go follow. There's yep. a couple other Fast and Furious spots he hit, but just overall, he's been posting a ton and it's been awesome. Yep. Yeah, that's that is for sure. Uh, then we've got some kind of roadside repair photos here. I don't know the story on these. I was just scrolling through trying to get some photos for tonight and came across a couple of people working on cars. Obviously, you can they, see the fuel uh, tanks fuel out of there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Uh, yeah, we'll answer that here in just a second. And then again, Tom, he, I forgot what he was doing here. I think it was a rear main seal, if I remember right. You know, nice. you can see the drive shaft out there. So I know he's had a couple different times where mm -hmm. he's been working on that car. So, yeah, he, he's been thrashing on it ever since he got it. He flew here, bought that car sight unseen, flew here from the UK, raced it at race week, super slow in the beginning, like 13, 14 seconds. Then uh, I think got it into the 11s. And then Rob Lipinski, help like they completely rebuilt the hot side on the turbo kit so it's way nicer now i think it had four inch exhaust pipe <laughs> 
and it was 90 degree bends cut, not even like a pie cut, just like 90 degree bends for oh, the whole wow. thing. So it was, it was insane. It's not insane anymore. It's very, very nice now. That's probably another good person to talk to about coming on. Yeah. I mean, that'd be a fun story just to hear about buying a car sight unseen coming over here and doing a drag week. I think that'd be, yeah, that'd be fun. So, well, yeah. And like, you know, he wasn't going to bring it on race week. He was just going to rent a car. And then everybody was like, no, come on, do it. And so he did. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, and then this, I think was like right on the Mexican border. Was it? Oh, sweet. I, Cause there was a picture that Rich had posted um, right along a wall there. And I thought it was, I don't know where, where he was at, but I, I'm pretty sure it was right on the U S Mexican border. Uh, and then they obviously took a picture of the sticker death week was here. I thought was kind of cool. How cool. I should have grabbed the picture of his car there too, but yeah, they're just right in front of that huge wall. Yep. And then I think this is the last photo I had. This was uh Keith Turk posted that and you can see, you know, everybody just hanging out at the hotel. We always talk about parking lot beers. So I thought this was a cool kind of last photo to throw in here to end our death week conversation. Is Keith Turk double fisting? Does he have a Diet Coke and a Corona in his hands? <laughs> yes, yes, I think he does. Somebody answer that. Surely that is. Sorry, I had to look at my laptop there. Somebody tag Keith Turk. <laughs> Was he double fisting? It looks like Bailey's there, and I, I can't tell who that is in the back, but maybe uh, David Williams there in the back. I think that's Jenny on the, just on the left of Keith there, one of the ladies that takes care of all the stuff for sick week and uh, hot rod drag week events. So pretty cool. Yeah. Parking lot beers, Chris white here in the comments saying it is the best. So let's go back to the circuit conversation uh, circuit question here that Chris asked on Facebook. He said, I live on route 66 in Halltown, Missouri. Are we going through there? Yes. Yes. We will be going through Halltown, Missouri. There's a super cool um, old gas station in Halltown. So I've pulled it up. It's actually the station I used for artwork on the day one route. So you can kind of see it there. I am going to make that kind of a quasi stop uh, because we're going from after we race Friday, we are going to do a scavenger hunt until Friday night. So you'll leave the track and hit scavenger hunt points along the route. And then we'll do that uh, Friday night before we all, before we all finish it up. Cause I'm planning to kind of, Hey, let's all have dinner at X or meet here to hang out for a little bit. We don't necessarily have a big racer party planned for Friday night, like we do for Saturday night, but we are going to do some kind of gathering. So, cause we got to be able to do the scavenger hunt is such a huge joy for a lot of people that there's no way I can't, I, I can't have that. We, we're going to have to have the scavenger hunt every year. So anyways, perfect. Uh, Chris White is <laughs> nice. He can, uh, he can pet his dog. So yeah. And if, if we're, not, you know, I mean, we may just party at Chris White's house. So, <laughs> but Halltown to the motel I have planned is a little bit of a trip. And, and one thing we always want to do is be as safe as possible. So we don't need to have beers and then drive a couple out, you know, drive an hour to get to, to get to the motel. So, but we'll, we can uh, we'll, stop and have a beer and then drive, but, but we can do burnouts in front of Chris's house for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if he lives right on the route. So, so that'll be fun. Guys, we want to thank someone else as well. One of our one of our good friends, Sweet Patina, signed up. They were the first sponsor to ever 
give us a chance and uh, and come on board. And we appreciate them so much. Plus, they're just super cool people, right? Like Blake and the whole team down there is really awesome. And they give you guys a discount if you use the sweetpatina.com site to order your stuff. D&D 57 gets you 10% off. And you can see here in the pictures, but they've got garage banners. They've got all kinds of really cool shirts and stickers and license plates and everything you'll need. But that's not just the only stuff they have. They have a ton of car care products. And I usually have a, a, K, or a tub of TKO hand cleaning wipes. They're still out at Stephen's house because that's what we use in the shop because he didn't have any running water out there. So we use it as a, it's a waterless hand wipe and they are amazing. I wipe the tools down with them clean our hands, elbows, all the stuff that gets dirty when we're wrenching out there. We use the TKO hand cleaning wipes and you can get those 10% off using the code DND57 at sweetpatina.com. And if you order something, uh, shoot us a mes message, either one of us or the Dragon Drive page. Let us know what you got. Mm -hmm. We're always yep. interested in hearing what people pick up from there. Yep. Yep. I've uh, my plan is to order some uh, sweet patina sauce for the old truck. I've never treated the patina on that. And I think it's time. So cool. All right. Well, appreciate that for everybody. And then obviously we want to say thank you to all of our race car friends that do this. Guys, if you haven't done it yet, please hit the share button. Please hit the like button. Make a comment. Let us know you're here and where you're from. That's that's one of our biggest things. We want to see who's coming from where. And uh, obviously we want to thank our sponsors, Summit Racing, Molly Motorsports, Howard's Cams, Sweet Patina, and Racing Junk Classifieds. All right, next step here. Oh, yeah, the roof rack mounts. I'm going to order those too from Sweet Patina. The if your car has a drip rail, these old school roof rack mounts are perfect. So that's what I'm going to do for the old truck because I plan to take it on some drag and drive events next year. I was gonna, that was going to be my question. Are we going to see it next year? Oh yeah, you're going to see it this year. I just uh, I'm I've got a drive shaft that I cut down. I just haven't made sure the right measurement yet. So, cause I, it needs to be a little longer. I think that's what made the dent in it. Maybe I hit a, a bump a, too big of a whoop-de-doo on the roads we were on. And uh, I think I, I know I kinked the drive shaft, but I don't think it was from hitting something like I originally, I think it actually just pounded in the back of the transmission and, uh, couldn't go anymore. So something had to give. So it was the drive shaft. Will we so. see it at the circuit? Uh, probably not. Cause I'll probably with Rick Dodge coming in with you coming in to handle social media, I think we're just going to rent a big minivan or, uh, or like a 15 passenger van. And we're just going to all like the whole team drive together. So that it'll be oh, easier. Cool. You know what I mean? That way we can like, you can get pictures, you can videos, things like that as we're driving along, but then also we can carry all the stuff we need to. So, so that's kind of the current plan. So probably not at the circuit, but, uh, definitely at some other events, my plan is to drive it to stuff that is relatively close. I don't want to burn a whole bunch of fuel going to like Southeast street and you didn't, but yeah, I'll burn some fuel going to something in Oklahoma, like King of the Open Road, or, uh, you know, there's some Midwest drag racing series events that I'm going to attend and I'll take it to those. Cause they're like in Dallas and Kansas city and stuff this year. Yeah. One, one of my goals, I know we're kind of off topic here, but I got to get the radiator fixed in the Fox body. Cause I definitely mm -hmm. want to spend some time driving that next year, this year. I just, Man, we've been busy, and it's Dude. it's hard to go from what we yes. do here, prepping, events, live streams, and then just go spend hours in the garage, you know, as well as I do, spending the hours we spend on here. Yeah. It's, it's tough, but I'm definitely going to make that a priority because everything runs. Even if I don't upgrade any of the parts on the car, and I've got parts on shelves waiting to go on the car, if mm -hmm. I don't put any of those on, I have to get a bigger radiator so I can at least drive it around town. 
Yep. Yeah, I agree with that. The, uh, the, the biggest thing is just <laughs> with me is making myself <laughs> is making myself, uh, come out here and work on it. Cause if I have three hours, I'm like, man, how much can I get done in three hours for the dragon drive community? Yeah. John right. Stone for here making comments. Uh, he says, I'm sure the truck, meaning my old truck, uh, will see the back of whatever I drive. And that is absolutely 100% true. The, the truck should have been competitive with the Malibu he drove, but I absolutely, he chopped the tree down on me <laughs> and was at about 300 feet before I was really through first gear. So, Okay, listen, here's what I need to see. I need a big empty parking lot. I need the Malibu and the old truck and just some some big burnouts side by side. Oh, uh, Stoney doesn't have the Malibu anymore, but whatever oh. he's driving at the circuit this year, you know he's going to do burnouts. In. There's oh, no yeah. question. So he's he's putting that engine in something else, and uh, it's going to be rowdy as well. We'll let Ooh. him talk about that in the future. So Nice. Yep, so that's fun. We'll... Uh, so I want to say thanks to Sweet Patina. That's what started that entire conversation there. Uh, I was on the Cars Yeah podcast, which I don't know if you guys have heard about it. It is 20. I was episode number 2,415, 2,415 episodes. So, dude, we're on episode 35. We're behind. We're well, no, we're, we just started later. We're not behind. We just started later. But it, uh, four episodes a week. He is one of the top 1% of podcasts worldwide, which is really cool. And yeah. then he interviews inspiring automotive enthusiasts. I never, ever would have thought that my name would be in the inspiring automotive enthusiast category. But after talking to him, I mean, you really did kind of, you know, we, we moved through a lot of the history of how I got to this situation and, and kind of what's going to happen in the future. So it'll actually drop next week. It's good. I hope folks like it. And I will tell you, it will not be the last time I'm on that show because if they're in the top 1% and they'll have us, man, I'm, I'm going, you know yeah, what I mean? Let's go. Yeah. So we need to get you on there as well and talk about your story. And it's really a, a it's 35, 40 minute episode. So it's a little different than what we do here, but it's an interview with a guest every time. And for a week, I mean, dude, I can't imagine editing that. Right. Right. That's so, a lot of work, but, but 30, 35 minutes editing four times and we've got one two hour video. So it's probably pretty equivalent. And, and I would say, for him, it'd probably be a little bit easier because I bet you he's a little more structured and kind of had yeah, yeah. by episode 2415, he's got his stuff figured out. <laughs> well, and it, it really being on with him is going to elevate our game when we get back into talking with guests. The one thing that I did enjoy about his stuff is the structure. You know, I, I'm I have that like I'm literally looking at notes the whole time we're re, we're doing these live streams and he did too but he also sent me those notes ahead of time which we know makes our conversations better with guests. So so I want to say thanks to Mark Green guys if you are a podcast listener please jump over follow the Cars Yeah podcast. It really is great stuff. I mean you can burn through four or five of them in what a normal podcast session is for for me anyway. So it's perfect listening stuff and it's really guests from all over the automotive community. Like he had uh, somebody on the other day that was in like the fast and furious movies. And now is like an operation uh, senior manager for or senior director for SEMA or something like that. I mean, like 
he had a guy on that raced vintage cars and he has a guy on that works for general motors. I mean, like it's really all over the place. So it's really pretty neat. And, uh, I submitted for Danny diesel to be on, which, uh, that was, you know, one of the biggest inspirations for me to do this is Danny diesel and Daniel green. And then also for West buck of drag illustrated. So we'll see what comes of those. I'd like to hear those stories yeah. a little more in the way that Mark tells them. So, so it'd be kind of cool. And then obviously I'm going to send him your name here shortly as well. And then we need to just give him a rash of drag and drive participants and promoters really, I think is, you know, it's kind of what he's looking for. A lot of entrepreneurial type stuff on there because that can only help our community. I can, can only do that. So if yeah. you listen to a podcast, I'll tell you, it's like us all the time. We would love for people to reach out to us and say, Hey, we'd like to be on your podcast. So. Yeah. It just made me think, you know, we've been doing this for a while and, you know, people might not even know how we got started doing what we do. I yep. mean, I mean, I've, I've been wrenching on cars since, I mean, I got my first car at 13, so I've got, yep. you know, how many years of, of stuff that I've been doing. So yeah, that's definitely interesting. Yep. Yeah. Cause we don't ever tell the backstories of ourselves. We always talk about everybody else, you know? So yeah, we, we may need to do an episode me and you back and forth about what, how, how we got started and what all that, what all that means for us. Yeah, and maybe then, kind of like a, an end of the year thing. We kind of wrap up the year yeah. or something like that it would be cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe a AMA, like ask me anything type stuff would be a good conversation. Maybe we start that in late November, start gathering questions from people for that. Yeah. And then, Stephen, my brother, and I will be on the Adam Dory podcast next week, which I don't think I grabbed a picture of that. Nope. Nope. I can't see that yet. Uh, the Adam Dory, That's Cool Drink podcast, I'll be on that live stream next Thursday night. So we'll have our episode Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern here for the Dragon Drive show. And then we'll be on That's Cool Drink. So I'm ordering a new, another new microphone and I've got a second webcam. So Stephen and I are actually going to be in the podcast room together, but I didn't feel like it would be good for me and him to try and sit right up against each other using the same mic. So, so I'm excited about that. I want to say thank you to Adam Dory for reaching out, um, asking if we would do it. So I'm, I'm pumped about talking about the Dragon Drive community and where it's going and, you know, what we can do to help push it along. So. It's definitely cool to see all the different podcasts, automotive podcasts mm -hmm. that are kind of out right now. You know, we've got ours, Adam Dory's got his, the Cars Yeah, Rich Guido's got his podcast, Cooper mm -hmm. Bogetti's got a podcast. I mean, yep. there's a lot of really good automotive podcasts out right now. Yep. And uh, that's one other reason I want to fly in early for Sick Week is to not only the U.S. Street Nets, but to also see if I can sneak over and see if... Uh, if Cooper will let me hang out there and we can talk about dragon drive racing and things like that. Cause a lot of racers will be there already. So maybe we can get be, a couple of us over there talking about, you know, the community. That'd be really cool. Yep. So Cooper, if you're listening to this, Hey, hit us up, man. Let's, let's, let's start getting stuff set up for February. Yeah. <laughs> I need to probably start looking at tickets at this point. All right. Okay. Any, anything else about those podcast stuff we want to talk about? I think we're good. I think this next segment's going to be interesting. Oh yeah, this is exciting. So we're going to talk about Southeast Street and Yeet. I'm not flipping the picture of yet because it's going to be breaking news, but Southeast Street and Yeet, 15 days. This is the last event eligible for Dragon Drive World Champion points. So we, you know, it, I want to remind you what is on the line for the racers that are coming to Southeast Street and Yeet. Custom, handmade trophy by Cold Heart Art. This is going to be awesome. It's going to blow your mind. 
free entry for 2024 into Southeast Street Neat. Thanks to Devin and Laura. Rocky Mountain Race Week and Race Week. Thank you to Matt and June. Hot Rod Drag Week. Thank you to Adam. Appreciate that. Sorry, I got one more in here. And then guaranteed spots for Sick Summer and Sick Week, which we know Sick Week has already sold out. So that's a big win for the racer if they choose to do that. So they'll have guaranteed they'll have a guaranteed spot for that. You have a $500 gift card from Summit Racing. You have a free pair of tires from Mickey Thompson Tire, plus two other buy one, get one cards. All that from Mickey Thompson. We're going to do uh, custom Summit Racing jackets that are custom embroidered with world champion on it. So that's pretty cool. I got that deal set up today, but I can't order them because I don't know what size they are. Uh, I see. I'm glad Ryan Hargett's in here so you can listen to all this that um, he's going to make a run at. Custom one-off world champion decals for the car, which is always really cool car and probably trailer. We're going to do something special for that. Obviously a drag and drive addiction swag pack. We're going to do hats, hoodies, shirts, license plates, and decals for the car and trailer for the winner, uh, for the driver and co-pilot. And then let's see, we talked about those and the precise built torque wrench that I actually have right here. 25 to 250 foot pounds. Kind of a neat deal. Um, I did a short video on it the other day, kind of announcing that stuff. So it's really neat. I appreciate them coming on board and doing that. Plus, I'm working on a ton of other stuff right now, just waiting on answers. We may be sliding into the event with uh, with new sponsors and answers and things like that for the world champion. And plus, you get all the bragging rights of being the first ever Dragon Drive world champion. The first ever. Like, whoever wins it this year is going to be the first. So that's kind of exciting. So good luck to all the racers that are coming to Southeast Street Neat. And as a reminder, this is an eighth mile event. So if the racer is using points from another event, which I went through today, trying to make sure I didn't have anything messed up, this is going to be, uh, you can't use two eighth mile events. So whoever's going to win this can't have already like done Miles of Mayhem or a Rowdy Radio class at some other event. So we're really down to probably two or three racers that can that can come in and win this and even if i knew that they were coming i wouldn't tell you how does it make you feel <laughs> so let's get in here one racer that is not coming sadly this absolutely breaks my heart but listen he struggled this year they swapped an engine on rocky mountain race week ended up still winning that event they performed excellent but had an absolute thrash coming up to race week so i'm sure that kind of plays into a little bit of this but jason hurley says we are not going to street and eat it's been a tough decision but i feel it's the right one for our program he runs the meltdown firebird part two this is a car that is undisputed champion three times in a row of rocky mountain race week or race week 2022 Rocky Mountain Race Week 2023 and Race Week 2023 and is coming back with a vengeance for Rocky Mountain Race Week 2024 and Race Week 2024. He did say that you will see us at events that we haven't shown up to before. So it's kind of exciting to, to see what's going on. So I know that means he's probably going to make a run at the championship next year. I mean, he's got the car to do it. You know, he, he's ran 702 at 200, almost to almost 201 miles an hour at Bandemir to end the race week season. Yeah. So, like, this dude's got the car 
to beat for Rocky Mountain. So it's going to be interesting. He's third overall fastest uh, ever at any Rocky Mountain event. So can he keep that? Can he go faster? Which I think he probably can. He needs to get into the – we need him to be like a 689 or faster average to knock Larry Larson off of the top spot that was set in 2015 at Rocky Mountain Racing. So we need, we need him in the sixes, dude. You're, you're so close, man. I'm excited. And, you know, we've heard that Rocky Mountain race week is actually going to run in like flying H in Odessa, Missouri, which is Kansas city. Maybe we can see Tulsa and Oklahoma city at those events. If we can get him down with this new setup and in that air, it's going to be on. You know, Jason's Jason's one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet. Would give you the shirt off his back, even if he was crawling around on gravel. So it's pretty pretty cool, dude. So sadly, uh, Jason is not coming. I'm a, I'm a little sad that he's not coming to Southeast Street and eat. And then we really want to put some peer pressure on Aaron Schaefer. He's got the new 98 millimeter Pro Mod. I don't know if he's got it mounted on the car yet or not. Um, I know that there is some stuff that he has been posting about maybe making a move to 235s. So Southeast Street and Eat would be a good event for him to maybe cut his teeth on some 235s. But I don't know if he can get the car ready by then. Um, I know he got the the turbo last week. So, you know, you go to from an 88 to a 98 Pro Mod, there's a lot of changes that go on, especially with power. You know, he said, um, he said with the new turbo, it's capable. You know, he, sh- he, he could possibly see somewhere around 2000 horsepower. Wow. So that's, that's pretty wild. And I, you know, you guys know that name from all of our street race, small block power adder classes that are the 850 classes. He has been deadly consistent for years in that class. So I think he wants a little bit of a change. He wants to run all out. He doesn't want to be ET limited. And so, his cage should allow him to go all out for, um, for eighth mile stuff, which is what he's looking at. So, and Andy's going to do it on a two thirty five. I don't know if this is him here. Ooh, I hope so. It's ready That'd for a tune awesome. on Friday. That would be cool. Uh, it'd be awesome to see him there and and one see him again. I, you know, I, he I saw him at Rocky Mountain and then he it's was him. on. He was already gone by. <laughs> he was already gone by uh, by the time I got to race week. So it'd be awesome just to hang out with him in, in this setting and to really see what that car can do. I mean, it it was not even breathing heavy to run eight fifties, is what he said in one post. So Aaron Schaefer, we'd love to see you at uh, at Southeast Street Newton. If you want to see Aaron run that as well, uh, definitely make the make the numbers. We've had conversations before. He's in the low seventies as far as points. So. He's completely eligible, and if one of those other racers slips up, you know, like Ryan Hargett's coming down, you know, we could be looking at a situation where Aaron could could win the championship, get real close, um, be real close in points, give those two and three and four spots a real run for their money. So it's, I know he's got redemption he wants after failing at race week. I know he wants to come back and just and beat on it. So. We'll let him do that, and uh, we hope people will help pressure him into into making that trip uh, out to Southeast Street Neat. So, again, Southeast Street Neat, last event of the year, eligible for Dragon Drive World Champion Points, eighth-mile event. So if you have attended an eighth-mile event already and we are using those points as your standings, you cannot use you cannot use Southeast Street Neat unless you do better. Because if you do better, your lowest points fall off of your 
world champion standing. So if you have a question where you're currently at, hit me up. We don't have death week updated yet, so I don't have points from that. So once that event completes, we will have all the points updated on the website and all that kind of stuff. So for, for death week or Redwood rally. Oh yeah. Sorry. Uh, Redwood rally. Yeah. I have the stuff for, and death week sadly doesn't count because it, it didn't meet the minimum registration. So of 150. So sorry about that. That was my, that was my miss there. All right, let's move on. Let's, we talk about every week how we spend so much time on summit racing and how big of a part of the community they are. And guys, I'm on it all the time looking for parts for Steven's shop and my own. You know, I'm always looking for parts here in the in at my house. I, not that I buy anything and put it out there, but I found this today. I thought it was really cool. 85 bucks underhood light that's foldable. I thought that was perfect for Dragon Drive racers because it doesn't take up four feet of space in your Dragon Drive trailer or trunk. It being foldable, I thought was really cool because that would allow you to have a little more room in there. And it's only 85 bucks, so it's half of what a Milwaukee is, and it's rechargeable. So anytime you can kind of mix those all together, that that makes sense. And you can find this on summitracing.com. And then we've seen an increase in the trailer build outs for Dragon Drive Racers. This fold top, you you can't quite see it because of the way the the uh, picture fades out there at the top, but it actually covers the entire front. So technically you could probably put this outside. You know, it, it could be stored on an open trailer. Obviously, it can be built into your box trailer if you preferred to, but this is a pretty neat deal. It's like 26-point thing. You can put all kinds of stuff in. It's a, a power build is the brand. Uh, slant Front Rapid Toolbox is what it's called. <laughs> Say that three times fast. But 380 bucks. I thought this was a pretty good deal to put on any trailer and be able to get to your stuff easily because if you're like I was when I raced uh, – drag and drive events did race week we just threw all of our stuff in a bag and then you're digging through that bag trying to get to it because you didn't want to carry a big toolbox well this is a great way to get around that so that was the stuff i found on summitracing.com this week but obviously you can get stuff like this hat and hoodie and shirts and custom shirts uh they actually produce their own design with tom uh, Tommy Dupree's Firebird on it, which is really cool for him to have his own Dragon Drive shirt. So, anyways, uh, found on that. And then, oh, hey, we got somebody here saying they're thrashing to get our 33 wheelies done for Sick Week, which is in three and a half months, four months, I guess. No, three months. Sick Week is in three months. <laughs> Ain't that wild? <gasps> oh, <laughs> so busy. There's um, no off season for us. There's no, there is no off season at all, ever. And I don't know if anybody follows Reggie Moore in the organ grinder on Instagram, but that is a great follow. He just put tinted glass in his rat rod because, or his hot rod, sorry, it's not a rat rod, his hot rod to drive to SEMA. So he leaves in a couple <laughs> days to drive that to SEMA. So if you want to do uh, found on racing junk, yep, um, I'll get a picture of Reggie's pulled up here so we can talk about it. Yep, I will do that. I will pull that up right now. And again, Racing Junk is the official buy-sell trade of Dragon Drive Addiction. We don't run a buy-sell trade page because it's way too much brain damage. So if you want to sell or buy something found on race, uh, racingjunk.com, classifieds is the way to go. Yep, that is correct. Our first vehicle of the night is going to be this 1972 Nova SS 48,000. Titled 570 bracket car turnkey. So yes, very nice looking car. 
see the tubs there in the back. Uh, plenty of room in there. Looks like it's got a fuel cell and a couple battery boxes there, parachute mount. Yeah, actually looks like there's a, wherever this is for sale, looks like there's a couple other nice cars there around in the back too. So looks like a, a really nice setup there. Uh, we'll scroll down here. It's uh, all steel, all glass, naturally aspirated, 570 bracket car, 582 cubic inch, 46 bore, 4375 stroke. Uh, you can see all the parts there. So that's a pretty nice looking Nova. Obviously, uh, Nova's uh, I'm, I'm a big fan of. So yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of my jam. And and I actually picked this car out because I thought if you can do turnkey car, tag that thing. You're ready to go on a drag and drive event. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> and the second one is also a turnkey Nova drag car. So this one's a 68 Nova, uh, 24 grand. So half the price of the other one. Uh, oops. Let me uh, get back out of there, out of these pictures. I guess we can kind of scroll through these. This one looks pretty nice, too. Mm-hmm. And it's got wheelie bars, man. Yeah. The other one had wheelie bars, too. Yeah. I kind of like those uh, are those mag kind of wheels. They look like the the drag wheels that are kind of painted black yeah, they, there. Oh, so they almost look like drag lights. Yeah, I know there's a company that makes like a um, like a hubcap kind of to go over it. I bet you that's what it is. So you kind of keep yeah. that old school look to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this car here is actually in North Carolina too. Yep, so Huntersville, North Carolina, which, um, you know, street needs coming up. <laughs> that was my thought on it. And again, this car ready to go turnkey. Yep, 6.0, small block, carbureted engine, power glide, 9-inch rear end, MSD ignition system. It's NA, but ready for nitrous. Yep. Yeah, and it says small block, but, I mean, it's obviously an LS is a small block Chevrolet, but, you know. Typically, you would talk about being an LS. Yeah. So 6 has got fender exit, so it's ready for your turbo kit is what we're saying. Yeah, I bet you that's what those are. I kind of dig yeah, that like, look. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so I, the, I like this car a bunch. Yeah. So the next two are not going to be cheap cars. <laughs> but yes. if you are in the Fair. Texas area and want to spend three hundred fifty-five grand. You can pick yourself up a Larry Jeffers Pro Mod, brand new. Yeah, I, I think it says they they haven't made any passes on it or something like that. Like that car is fresh, brand new. Brand new, seventy nine Corvette Pro Mod, all carbon fiber, you know, eleven inch rear end, carbon drive shaft, carbon wheelie bars, billet wheels. Like, whew. Yeah, yeah, it's that's a good looking car too. Oh yeah, it's a great color. Is that a screw blower on it? I can't tell. Yeah, uh, yeah it looks like it. Yes. I like that picture. It's like the body's on there, but it's like transparent. Yeah, how do you do that? We need <laughs> you to figure out how to do that in Photoshop. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty sweet. So, yeah, not, not your typical drag-and-drive car, but whenever I but see kind of... But it could uh, be. There's yeah. other guys that <laughs> try yeah. mods. I don't think you could take this one to get out, but... Whenever I see wild builds like this, I just think they're cool to look at. Yeah. 
And then, so this one was in Texas. So while I was looking in Texas, I also found our last one, a drag strip. Wow. What strip is that? Abilene? Yeah. Big, big country raceway? Huh. Yep. Yeah, all right. So 2.2 million, eighth mile drag strip, uh, currently complete with all equipment you would need to put on events. It has three-story timing tower with VIP room, two concession stands, restrooms, air condition, covered bleachers. So, I mean, then we skip mm. down here. You've got your equipment. Uh, if it doesn't sell, they'll liquidate it. But two tractors, a scrubber, two pole blowers, two push blowers, two ATVs, one golf cart, timing and scoring equipment, two-way radios, LED scoreboards, mm. and Somebody everything. Somebody let me get two and a half mil and I'll, uh, I'll go run that. <laughs> right. So I just thought this was in fines. Yeah. I thought this was interesting, you know, with um, all the tracks start closing down. If, if we can put them up here on racing junk and find people that for one, mm -hmm. have the money to do it and have the ability to put on the event, uh, then this would be awesome to see somebody in the community pick up. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. That's, that's pretty cool, man. That's a that's a great find. And again, that's on racingjunk.com. Like literally, that's it's on a, a buy sell trade page that that we use. I'm on there a lot as well. So it's kind of cool to see you've got a twenty four thousand dollar Nova, a forty eight thousand dollar Nova, a three hundred fifty thousand dollar Pro Mod, and a two point two million dollar drag strip. So literally, whatever you're looking for, you can find on Racing Junk. Yeah. Yep. Well, I've got Reggie Moore's car pulled up here again. This is the organ grinder. Let's see if it'll do it here. Yep. So you can see here, uh, it's not going to give any sound, no matter if I hit the button or not. But I thought this was really cool. You actually added a slide out there so he can actually slide this window open. All orange around all the windows. Really cool. He, he never has side windows in the car and doesn't have a roof. So he's actually putting a roof in the car as well. So that's pretty neat. So good luck to him. That's going to be interesting to see him um, drive that across the across the country because he lives in Hot Springs, Arkansas, which is south of me by about four hours. So he'll drive from Arkansas to Vegas to be to have that car in SEMA. So it'll be really cool. Yeah, that is that's pretty cool. Yep. And to to round out our short show tonight, let's uh, let's discuss that I was in Dallas for the Summit Racing Midwest Drag Race Series. For the weekend and the dude on the right of this picture danny diesel uh, again bad influence perfect for experiences though i'll tell you we had a great time we went to yellow belly the first night we got there I arrived thursday about two o'clock we got the track set up for the live stream and everything that they do for flow racing on all of that and then he's like yellow belly is only about 20 minutes from the hotel do you want to run over there so we did now i don't know if you're ever in the dallas area you need to go to yellow belly it was wild there's pictures and videos all over my face or our Facebook and Instagram pages that are, I mean, somebody has got to get hurt there a lot. <laughs> they were doing burnouts and it looked like a no prep race, you know, like when all everybody's at the line betting and all that kind of stuff. So they were, I'm telling you, my feet at one point were two inches from a spinning tire. It was intense and it's just a whole new experience like there's covered areas have you ever been to yellow belly no okay so on each side of the track it's just a like chain link fence that runs down 
and then everybody watches from above under these big awnings and there were seriously three different parties going on under the awning and everybody's car was trying to be louder than the other group so there it was like sensory overload man <laughs> different music than the track is playing music and trying to make announcements and these parties and the drag rate you know burnouts and making passes and stuff it was like we we got there about nine o'clock and we left about midnight and that was all I could handle. We got in the car, I was like, I'm not saying or doing anything. Oh, I just wanted to be quiet for a minute. Uh, but it was pretty neat. There's a lot of really cool cars, a lot of street cars that are out there. No, nothing super fast, but lots of people betting, a lot of people moving through, a lot of grudge races that were going on uh, out there, which is really cool to see. And then you know, it's it's a typical thing. Dudes are out there. Hey, I'll take this lane for twenty, this lane for for fifty. You know, and of course when somebody's like. I'll, I'll do 10. It was immediately do 20. Yeah. I got to do 20, do 20. Everything yep. was 20 bucks. So it was pretty neat to, to do that. And then obviously when you're in the lanes and you guys will see once you get there, but you're in the lanes and there's literally room for one car to pull through the lanes to get to the burnout box. I mean, it is crazy. So we see destroyer 1320 in here now. Hey, you want to say hi to him and good luck for SEMA, man. That's so yeah. exciting for him to be out there. We need to have him on the show as well. Cause we actually, that's how I met him was at race week 2020. So. Yeah. I think it'd be uh, cool to have him on after he comes back from SEMA and kind of let us know how that experience was, because it's going to yes. be similar to what we will be going into with PRI with having our own booth. So I think that would be an awesome topic to have destroyer on and talk about. Yeah, definitely. We need to have you on so he can give us some pointers. <laughs> right. <laughs> so he can let us know what to do and, and do right and wrong. So yeah. destroyer, plan on that, uh, the week between, you know, the week after SEMA or, uh, the week before PRI, we'd love to have you on. All right. And then, so obviously talked about yellow belly, how, what that experience was like, and then was down there for the finals of the dragon or, Midwest Drag Race Series finals, which is really neat, and uh, obviously brought to you by Summit Racing. So Keith Haney, the six kits, huge, like 959 cubic inch, big block, crazy pro mod car. He won the pro mod championship, beat out Stephen Whiteley. They were five points separated between those two going into this event. So literally all Stephen had to do was go one more round than uh than keith and he'd have won it all and i know it had to break his heart but stephen whiteley red lit in the second round and oh. i know he was so mad at himself for doing that because he had the other car covered you know you always say that but he, he really had the ability to outrun that other car based on the performance from the weekend and the qualifying and stuff and so after that it was it was on keith haney went to the finals and ran aaron wells who's the picture here who has one of the coolest fastback mustangs that he calls not eleanor <laughs> <laughs> so when i was talking to him to get crew names and things like that he said it is not an eleanor car what's funny is he's really a chevrolet guy and has owned a bunch of camaros and has two other uh race car camaros and stuff but he said he always wanted to build a 67 fastback mustang so that's what he did that's for his cool. car yeah that's some so. good pictures too Hey, you know, there's a there's a dude that carries a phone around in his pocket, but there's a guy at home <laughs> that was editing the crap out of these things to uh, to make it work. So it's been all, it's it's definitely been awesome. That. We've we've uh we've tag teamed up on these photos pretty well. I mean, if you go back yep. 
a, a year ago, we didn't post as many photos as we are now. Mm -hmm. So uh, no. it's definitely been they, cool to see the evolution of that. Well, and they certainly didn't look as good as they do now. You know what I mean? Like you, you do a really good job editing. And and if I'm going to be at an event, it's very hard. One, I don't know anything about editing photos. But then two, it would be really hard for me to do pictures, edit them, and post them while also getting a ton of video. Right. Which I didn't get very much video. Really was more Instagram and Reels-based thought process while I was down there because we were running the live stream for flow racing. So yeah, obviously I was down there working, you know, thank you to Danny diesel for giving me that opportunity to, to run the cameras, you know, be on the mic a little bit. I actually got to call a bunch of the, the racing for like the index cars, which are a lot of, you know, street cars. I mean, let's seven Oh index, five eighty index, things like that. I got to see our friends, Tina and Dave Pierce. She yep. was down here, ran, ran too fast in her second round of eliminations at a four ninety seven. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, we actually are. Uh, I wasn't going to say anything about that, but we, uh, <laughs> but we'll go ahead and we'll go ahead and talk about it. Let's see where we're at right now. We That's are, incredible, man. Uh, we're actually 14 people away from um, 5,000 subscribers on YouTube. So that is awesome. Yeah. 4,986. So thank you very much for, for reminding me this story. We've actually gained seven since being on tonight. So that's cool. Yeah. I, I yeah. think after the show, we're going to have to just post a bunch of shorts until we get there. Oh yeah. I mean, I, you know, surely with what, what I've got planned to post uh, for tomorrow and the next day, we'll be at 5,000 by the weekend for sure. So, Oh, no, so tonight. Listen, uh, tonight. <laughs> hey, listen, don't you threaten me. I'll stay up till 2 a.m. post <laughs> up on YouTube. I need to edit videos anyways. So, so again, this event isn't a drag and drive event, but yep. it gets Mike and all of us out here to talk to other drag racers, especially yep. those index guys, and just kind of introduce them, obviously, we want to bring as many people in as we can. And uh, again, not a drag and drive event, but anytime we can get in front of racers, we're mm -hmm. going to take that opportunity and we're going to share the pictures. Again, it's not drag and drive, but we want you to see what we are out doing and how we yeah. are trying to bring people into the community. Well, and one thing that's really cool, and this, this isn't necessarily public knowledge yet, but I'm working to try and attend those events again next year. I would like to attend at least six of those events if they'll have me and, you know, help with everything I can on the live stream and social media side of stuff. They can always grow on the social media side. So we're, I'm excited to help on that side. Danny kind of runs a lot of that stuff. So I know he needs help. So that's pretty neat. So do that. And then if I can get to six events next year, I'd like to begin to maybe see if we can get some drag and drive racers there. The 70 index should be pretty easy for a lot of drag and drive racers now index racers that are solely drag racing that's that's a whole nother animal you know those guys are very serious there was a lot of really there's a lot of cars that ran 70 something but we have a lot of that in the drag and drive community too so i would love to see some of that going out going into the future into 2024 and again just like you said it allows michael narks to be in front of that many more people talking about Dragon Drive, which I know the people that were standing in front of the announcing tower while I was announcing any time a car that would come up that had a license plate on it, I was talking about. I was talking about Dragon Drive. I was talking about putting that car on the street. And there was a lot of cars that were down there. That I, and I hope we ended up, I uh, would like to assume some of this growth is from me attending that event and those people getting home and watching it. So, yeah. So, and, uh, again, thank you just, to that team. 
Yeah, and just for anybody else out there that has an event that maybe isn't a Dragon Drive, and if you want, you know, us to come out and mm-hmm. shoot videos and shoot pictures and talk to racers, I mean, as long as we have the ability to do that, we're always open to helping everybody in the racing community for sure. Yep, yep. And, you know, with you being so close to Byron, I'm sure there's some events that that you'll attend that we, we you know aren't on our schedule for for what we talked about earlier because this channel is dedicated to Dragon Drive events and racers and names. But what's cool is uh, Aaron Wells is actually building a first gen Camaro that he bought in high school. Him and his son are building it, and their intention is to do Dragon Drives with it. So again, yeah, that's we, cool. We wouldn't have that conversation without. We wouldn't have that racer knowledge without having that conversation and being at those events so yeah if if th- if his other car is a pro mod i can only imagine what that uh, what that camaro is gonna be like yeah so, no doubt yep so it's pretty cool what else we got going on this week dude is there is there anything else we haven't talked about i think we're just about to the end of our notes for this week so i got you well i want to say thanks to everybody for for watching for sure we are going to cut it a little bit short. We'll be back to guests next week, but my wife is leaving for a concert tomorrow morning and she'll be gone until Friday night. So don't want to, uh, you know, if I've been traveling a whole lot, as you guys have seen, so now she's going to travel a little bit. So we want to spend a little bit of time together before all that goes down. So thank you very much for watching. We'll see you Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern with the news and be ready. There is a ton of it coming. So we really are getting down to the last few things of the season, but There's so much stuff coming for 2024. There are a lot of new cars being built for the 2024 season. And we're going to talk about some of the upgrades that people are making and all the cars that are being built. So we'll see you on Saturday morning. And don't forget to plan to be at PRI because we've got stickers. We're going to have cool stuff. We want to hang out with people. You didn't show the stickers. You didn't show the stickers. I've got, I don't know if you can see it through the package there. Yeah, you can. Yeah. This across really the top, favorite. one of yep. my favorites, race car friends on the bottom, PRI Dragon Drive 2023. So yep. we got hooked up with lots of stickers. So I'm excited to be able to hand these out to people, yeah. take selfies with people. And we have a new product coming. I don't know when we're going to show it. It hasn't arrived yet. Yep, we're going to wait until we have, have them in our hand. Yep. A15 LSX swaps and Dragon Drive Addiction are going to have new products coming. I don't know if we're going to bring it to PRI. I don't know if we're going to show it ahead of time. Oh yeah, we'll, we'll show it, we'll show it ahead of time, but uh, we'll definitely have them at PRI. That's I'm yeah. really excited for this one. This is one that yeah. I've been wanting to do for a while, and finally just kind of jumped on it, and I'm excited to see how they came out. Yeah, for sure. All right, guys, thanks a bunch. We'll see you soon. See ya.